What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. That's you. Uh, it was funny. Right when I was about to go on live, my microphone went out. Oh, dude, I came back. My studio was going crazy. All right. And then I was started. All my audio was on. And I started speaking and I'm like, what? No audio. So then I had to play the free agent lifestyle podcast intro just so I didn't panic. I had to reset everything. Shuffling, shuffling. What's going on, man? Sabotage. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans, where we deal with them belly deli girls out here on a slow Tuesday. And them gorrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
How dare you? I was objectified. Now, you have all of these women on Instagram and all of these social media apps and being sugar babies. Now, eventually, they're going to say, I was objectified. If one of them gets through, they're going to say, well, in my younger years, they made me treat myself like a bimbo. I don't know. They forced me to go to the casting call. They forced me to sleep with the producer. They forced me to suck on Howie Mandel. And then they forced me to do all of these things. Hold on for a second. They forced me. And they made me feel low about myself, beneath myself, and beside myself. And there's me too. It's, it's, this whole conversation is absolutely garbage. All of a sudden, they're going to play the victim. Anyway, man, let me tell you what shows. What, what, what are we going to do here? We won't waste no time. All right, we're going to talk about rapper Lil Baby. He went to the junior college, and he's going to tell you why. He's meeting celibates. Uh, Joe Biden. He wants to ask this woman. Uh, uh, we're going to play a video of your boy, Joe Biden, asking a young girl. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's talking to these young girls. They get younger and younger, but they don't beer to beer to be freshmen these days. Actually, these days ever. All right. We're also going to talk about modern dating, and then we'll get to the Meghan Markle story. Without further ado, to support today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. And uh, Coach Greg Adams TV on the Venmo. And also uh, PayPal. PayPal. And to Super Chat, go on to the Notorious CGA channel. As you guys know. Yes, the Notorious CGA. Yes, indeed. The biggest icon here on YouTube. We don't need to change all of that. All right, here we go. Let me type this in. I was chilling like a villain. Let me see something here. Oh, I also am. Let me see something here. Let me type this in. I also am the uh, Bruce Wayne of this ish. As you know, I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish. And I'm the king of content, the speaker of truth, and the best entertainment show on YouTube, and the notorious one. I mean, how many nicknames can you give this person, man? Like The ego. The ego. All right, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. We already have some funnier contributors. Our homeboy, Macaroni Tony, says, I just seen a game ninja at the gas station. He was running game. Thank you, man. He says he offered to pump this foldable red bones gas. She declined the offer. 99 more rejections to go until a win, says his dating coach. Don't worry. Go to all the gas stations and cold approach. Hey, guys, cold approach at the gas station. Ding, ding, ding. That's going to be our new strategy over there. <laughs> Lovey Smith and Tay Diggs. The $2 Tay Diggs. <laughs> the $2 Tay Diggs. Oh, my goodness. Somebody says, if coach is the Bruce Wayne, who's the Joker? Well, we got the Joker, the better bachelor over there. Oh, the Elijah. Yeah, the spirit of Elijah. I got too many nicknames in here. Yeah, uh, run game at gas stations. Hey, guys, 99 more rejections to go. Don't worry about it, Sean. You'll get a scab peeling skeezer to go hop up and down your salami. <laughs> Where are we at here? Thank you for that one, man. I had a good laugh at that one when I read it because you sent it at the end of the show. But I love that. XL Pro Services again and again. Lord have mercy. Somebody check that boy. Check that boy's pockets. Check his pockets. All right. Anyway, we got a couple of people on the super chat style. John Ellison says, my neighbor is a 62 years old. I don't need no man, black woman. He says her power has been turned off for three months. What? Oh, my God. He says, I helped her and let her run an extension cord to my house so she could charge her phone three months later and it's getting cold. Oh my, bruh. You know what's going to happen here? You know what's going to need to happen because people want to make this argument about men, you know, when they're 60, 
they're going to run out of gas and you're going to need help. Yes, I agree with all these things. Some people are trying to put in arguments that I'm not making. Yes, men, yes, leave the free agent lifestyle where you're young. And of course, when you're older and you're 60, hopefully I uh, made you guys aware enough that you're going to need help around the house. That doesn't mean you need to get married. You can hire a Filipino nurse like I'm going to. <laughs> okay. I saw somebody in the comment section of one of the debate videos. They were like, well, what he's discounting is at 60, men break down, they get sick, and they got to get help. And I said, I've, I've already covered that part of the conversation. I've already covered my strategy on this. I'm going to work hard enough to be able to afford to pay my Filipino nurse so that eventually she's going to poison me and I'm going to, she's going to poison my applesauce. She's going to move her whole family into my damn compound. I get it. But the argument that men are going to break down at 60 and need to be taken care of so they should get married in their 20s and 30s and, and be miserable for 30 years is not an argument. People, I, I get it. And I'm not mad at people. You just don't watch all of my stuff. You just don't get what I'm talking about. But I want men to be fit in their 60s. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. I want you to be fit in your 60s, not broken down. See, men in their 60s are broken down because they're married and miserable when they get married at 30. My gosh. I mean, come on, man. All right, what do we got here? Shout out to Mr. Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave in the building. I love that. What did you say? Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep it up. John Ellison says, did I skip somebody? For some reason, these chats. Uh, John Ellison says, "My oh, yes, I did. Okay, I, I did those out of order. Shout out to you. Who else is in here? Man, do you hear that story? Did you hear him? He said, my neighbor is a 62-year-old black woman. If they're single, it's miserable. So men, yes, you're going to need to probably have somebody take care of you when you're older. Women, on the other hand, if they don't get married, they're going to be, they're going to be, it's, it's not pretty after age 55 for them. Not financially, it's not. It's, it's not pretty. Just look at the data. I deal on data. Where are we at here? Uh, Dylan Bacon says, thank you for the game, coach. Feeling lucky to be a viewer of your fantastic content. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. Albert sends us a co-sponsorship. He says, Albert R says, happy Taco Tuesday from the free agent top 5% crowd. Cheers. Cheers to you, brothers. And this is a game out here. Shout out to Rolo's Panty Hair Wing with the thumbs up. Thank you, brother. I got you. And then Dylan Bacon, as he called it, he says, my grandpa lived until 89 and he worked and hit the gym. Exactly. He says, didn't he help? at all until the last two years stayed single after divorce at age 45 and he was happy and at the last two years i'm sure if you guys i plan on working till i'll drop dead working all right I, I, listen i'll be working till my last day whether it's two hours a day or whatever i don't know i'm probably not going to be doing this i'm going to be working man. if my body is able god willing god willing however this idea that dudes be breaking down, sometimes these are blue-collar men. Unfortunately, blue-collar men do break down pretty early because they're kind of working with their hands and their bodies. And if they're working kind of at the bottom, they tend to break down. And then when you add a miserable marriage, you're going to break down. And you're not working out, going to break down. Okay, <laughs> You know what I mean? You're not working out, working on uh, eating right. You know, uh, the, the time, the ticker just ticks out. 
you eating soul food every day, neck bones from M&M's, greaser like a mother sucker, greasy ass lips. Now you got to take a sh saucer jinx belly, <laughs> right? You eating nasty food, your wife making you top ramen noodle every night. Yeah, you're going to be dead. You're going to need to be taken care of. This is what we tell over here. <laughs> All right, but uh, it is what it is, man. I'm going to be in these trenches, in these streets. I'm going to be at this junior college until that old, yeah. And, 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 until, until that ticker just get on out. And hopefully I'll be in between my Filipino nurse's lap. That'd be a great go, way to go out. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing? Oh, man. People are like, you're reprehensible. You're miserable, man. How dare you? You know what's funny? I can prove that people who are in relationships and marriages are miserable, but how do you keep trying to prove I'm miserable? Like, you want me to be bitter? I'm over here laughing, telling jokes about really hard scenarios that men suffer through. I'm happy. You see me driving. I'm riding. Girls from the junior college coming over. Well, what's going on, man? Why y'all want me to be so angry just telling y'all this truth? Not only am I telling you the truth, I'm giving you true solutions here. All right. Is that it? Let me get over. Uh, PayPal needs some love. Let's rub, let's rub the leg of PayPal. Pause. They really want me to be mad. This is supposed to be an hour show. 20 minutes in. Oh, did, oh we got uh, our sister, Candake. Is that how you pronounce it? Candake? I know her name. She said, you should have seen my feet in person, coach, when you flew south for the winter. He says, where and how do I send Feet pictures. All right. You know me. Go find me on Instagram. Find me on Instagram. Just make sure, you know what I mean? It's going to take me a year to get to it. It's going to take me a year. I don't be checking my DMs, but get in my DMs, girl. Send them feet pictures. We love them feet pictures, man. <laughs> oh, man. Candake. Candake wants to be a candidate. All right. She wants to qualify. Do you qualify? Your show look good to me. That's old Domino and AMG back in the day, I think. Remember the rapper Domino? Do you qualify? The feet look good to me. All right, here we go. She seems like she's ready. Seems like you're ready. Seems like you're ready. Oh, girl, for me. Ten toes up, gang, in the building. Shout out to them girls with them ten toes up. French pedicure in the building. She's trying to qualify. She's trying to get in that harem. She's getting in number four. Check in with CGA in here. Get daddy. Yeah, man. You know how I like it. Get yes. Give me them feet pictures. Get daddy. Yeah. Feet pictures, ladies. Get daddy. Yes. French pedicure. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's stop messing around. John Ellison says she's in that house cold as F. We live in Detroit. He says, and it's cold in the D. Women need men. Women need men. Women need men. I don't care about, listen, and, and when you come to the spirit in the spirit of need, you must follow. Get him, daddy. All right, let's get into the show here. Oh, let's, speaking of the junior college, speaking of the junior college, let's uh, pull up your boy, the baby. Oh, no, no, it's not the baby. It's Lil Baby. All right, we already talked about these girls here. We'll come back to that. Uh, Lil Baby was accused by a unruly 304 that he was paying her money for a sexual encounter. Now, originally she came out and said it was $6,000 in a bottle of liquor, but media's ran with it and said it was $16,000. All 
Now, I won't mention this 304 because she can't keep her mouth closed and I'm not giving her no free advertisement. But she's a celibate. And little baby's going to tell us in his way. I mean, his his you guys going to need some uh, guys going to need some. Uh, what do you call it? Guys going to need some damn where where they put the English down here. <laughs> You're going to need some. I can't even think of a word anyway. Right. Sleep with a pause. Yeah, that was so untrue. <laughs> So untrue. I never paid nobody sixteen thousand dollars to do nothing. <laughs> Ever. Where did that come? Subtitles. <laughs> Thank you. You're gonna need some subtitles. But this is little baby. He sings. Uh, he he sings a lot of songs. All right, he's a rapper. You take the a porn, the porn star. Oh, yeah. yeah. You ain't like, did no tricking. Yeah, not all right, so he's admitting it wasn't sixty. <laughs> look at that look on his face. It wasn't sixteen thousand dollars. It wasn't sixteen thousand. <laughs> ain't no sucker. Ain't no sucker. Now. What's the most you done paid? Now you ain't paid no cash. All right, so here's the deal, little baby. I don't know what his net worth is. I'm sure somebody can pull it up. Pull up little baby's net worth. He makes. We're assuming he makes a lot of money. He's a rapper, and um, he probably the best solution for him to stay out of trouble. He doesn't want a girlfriend. He's a free agent. And um, and he just wants to have fun with the girls. He wants to go to the Boom Boom Room. He wants to go to Ray's Boom Boom Room. He wants to go to Della Reese in Harlem Nights with the girls. He wants to go see Sunshine. Her piece leaves so good, she threw it in the air and it turned into sunshine. <laughs> all right. And so he's like, man, why y'all pressing me on this? Why y'all pressing me on this? First of all, Charlemagne the God, your history with women is sketchy. All right, and we know the other dude in the room, what's his name, DJ Envy? He's actually was licking his girl's boots at one particular point. So his 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 transactional relationship with women, he got egg all over his face. For these two goofballs in the room right now, pressing him on tricking when he is actually in the advantage position is actually reprehensible at this particular point. Yeah, these two beta males pressing somebody that's living the free agent lifestyle. See, when men enjoy their lives, they want to make it seem like you're making mistakes and are miserable, but you're actually enjoying your lives. Do you want to be Charlemagne the God? No. All right. Do you want to be DJ NBA? Pure 100, 100% beta male monkey chimpanzee. I probably can give both of these guys at one particular point of the year um, um, a monkey chimpanzee of the year. All right, for sure. But they're pressing him because he out here living his, he living a good life. Oh, it's indirect too. Yeah, you buy the bag, you buy the oh flight, gosh. take him shopping. Yeah, that's still even 16. That's a lot. I, I ain't doing that. I ain't just flying you out, taking you shopping. I, I... For those who can't understand, <laughs> he said $16,000 is a lot. I didn't pay $16,000. All right. And Charlemagne's trying to imply you could have played indirectly as well, which is an argument that I make. You all paid no matter what. But he's saying you could have bought the Birkin bag and, and all of that. But you must have paid her cash. Now, little baby's trying to deny that. I ain't, I ain't one of them type guys. Yeah. I pay you to leave. <laughs> all right. What so what he said is, I pay you to leave. I pay you to leave. Now, we've been talking about this for a long time. These things are becoming mainstream because I've been telling you this type of game, this type of lifestyle for rich men, the elite men, the top tier men, even if you might not say little baby's little, uh, not a top 10 guy. All right. But he makes a lot of money. We just going to assume. All right. He's a pretty chart topping artist at the moment. And we know he's stacking cash. So with that being said, these men are not priding themselves on their ability to get women. That's all dead. 
because women have become celibates. Women are becoming a, a potentially monetized and they're saying, we'll just sell it to you. Forget us meeting at the club and me acting like I like you and all of this stuff. They're like, man, we don't want none. We, we don't want none of that because of the Me Too movement as well. And they're like, well, I don't want allegations. I don't want all this stuff. I don't want my business dragged out on the street. All right. So let me just pay. guys, this is be going to become, especially for elite men going into the next 20 or 30 years. This is going to become the way people conduct business because it's a business transaction and people know it. Okay. So no, there's going to be, again, I know people are mad when did this, when did tricking become a part of the game? It is now women are monetized and they're monetized. They put a price on their head. Now you got the people out here bounty hunting. That's what we got. It is what it is. And not only that, he's got an $8 million net worth. He don't care. I paid him to leave. <laughs> he's like, man, ain't no shame in my game. And uh, until this woman did coming out and open her mouth to try to get a little bit of clout, which who, who knows who this person is now. He like, yo, yeah, I got it. <laughs> paid him a leave. What part of the game is this? When women became monetized, this part of the game. <laughs> what they say about hiring. <laughs> That's what you're paying for. Paying to leave. Pay you to leave. What's the most you ever paid somebody to leave, baby? Couple thousand. Couple thousand. <laughs> now, <laughs> now listen. Now listen. He said, "What's the highest? The highest uh, rumor wise is sixteen thousand. He said, "Nah, a couple thousand. Yes. Now let's see. I think this is the clip where he says why he paid that much. <laughs> this is the funny part because other uh, guys are going to say, "I would never pay that." Of course, financially it doesn't make sense. Listen to why he said he paid that much. Listen closely. I'm, uh, he's gonna need subtitles. I'll I'll translate it if you need. Watch this. You know where I gotta go. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> How quick I need you to leave. Genius, genius. I paid that much, and it based it's based on how quickly I want you to leave. Oh, boy, this world, listen, this world, I'm going to tell you, I know dudes are going to get mad, obviously, because you can't do that, but he can. He's like, look, why would I do it any other way? In his mind, and I can attest to this, why would I do it any other way? Why would I fake the funk? Why would I run game? Those two, like, faking the relationship and then running game, he's like, those two don't matter to me. Now, I still like women. What's the best way to deal with them? All right, I'll mess with a few girls. I'll fly out a few girls. I'll get the easy ones. And then the ones that I'm really not certain about, I'll give you, I'll not mess with them. Then I'll pay these, get them in, get them out. Kick them in, kick them out. He like Tupac in the studio. Kick them in, kick them out. <laughs> Somebody says, oh my goodness. So this is what's going on here. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be ahead of the game. I've been telling you this and I've been warning you. My philosophy, I know it's not going to be, it's, you know, you don't have to agree with it. But I'm ahead of the game. Most of my most of everything that I've been saying the last two or three years, I've been saying women are going to be doing this more and more and more. I said that when the evolution came out in 2020, but it was written in 2019. I was like, women are going to be selling themselves. They're going to have to. And we have the perfect environment for that to happen. What's going to happen? It's going to be available to you. Depending on where you are financially, it's going to be easy for you. With the Me Too movement, I was like, the the, the next thing that's going to happen is men are going to do more pay for play because they're going to be like, okay, I'm rich. Why do I want to get taken down 20 years later? <laughs> they're like, I'll just go. I'll just go to the boom boom room. Mm. Kosher Damas is on this. 
City boys, we up. All right, let's leave. See if he has something else from this guy. All right. To sleep with a porn star. Yeah, that is so untrue. <laughs> okay. So untrue. All right, that was the rest of the clip. So the clip was basically, hey, man, yeah, I want to kick him in, kick him out. Uh, yes, if this woman is this, she's obviously, this is what she does as a profession. I'll participate. Instead of getting the girl, oh, please go look at me. And then you sleep with her, then she's exposing you. Or 20 years later, she exposes you. He's like, I don't want none of that. And he's keeping his money uh, unless he's dropping perks, you know, purposes. That might where he might not be good with his money. And that's all allegedly. But we know celebrities are doing what they do. Speaking of people touching people, let's get over to your boy, Joe Biden. What's Joe Biden doing? Where is he at? Let me roll this clip. Let me give you all this particular clip here. Joe Biden wanted to know this. Oh, wait a minute. That's not it. This one. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, Joe, Joe Biden's at it again. Joe Biden wants to know if this little girl's a freshman at the university. So let's go ahead and pop the little girl up. Well, let's pull the girl up on the screen here. We don't advise anybody to participate in this, but let's see if we can play the video. No, um, here it is here, fair use. Serious guys in your 30s. Okay. <laughs> no what? No serious guys to your 30s. Now, very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30s. Okay, um, let's go ahead and pull that back right now. But now we can see Joe putting his hands all up on her hips and he trying to dip and dip and dip. Uh, this is something that he's known to do. And uh, he likes to put his hands all over children, people who are literally classified as children, not even adolescents, but he doesn't stop him as well. And I'll show you that he admits to doing this. I know the people who like Joe Biden, they hurt. And um, but here's the deal. We're going to show him admitting that he does this. He's going to explain why he does this. I mean, it's not a legitimate explanation, but he's going to explain that, yes, I do do this. And so he, as you can see, the look on her face, if you had children of this age, female children, that is a look of being uncomfortable. Now, in her age group, <laughs> her age group, group, she doesn't know Joe Biden as she don't care. He's the president. He's just a dirty ass old man. He a dirty ass old man. So he's like, oh, take a picture next to the president. She's like, okay, who? All right, him, him, the president. Okay, I'll take a picture next to him. And then she feels touching. You know what I mean? Like, who the hell putting their hands all up on my hips? And so she's completely uncomfortable. And Joe Biden think he running game. Uh, no, no serious relationships to 30. Some old grandpa joke. <laughs> what the hell? I think this girl is 12, in my opinion. I think she's in the preteens. She's 12, 13-ish. All right, just judging by, you know, the shape of her eyebrows. That alone right there. But uh, in this situation here, Joe Biden thinks he's whispering game in this young girl's ear, and she's completely feeling violated. He doesn't get it. Serious guys in the 30s. Now, she looked away like, who the hell is going to help me? Now, look. Some of you guys need to know this about when you're talking to women in the club, too, when they completely mortified when you're next to them. Let me see this. So she she's only looking because she's being touched. And then she look. <laughs> his breath stinking. All right. His breath stinking. She looking at his face and it's all ronkled up. 
looking like craters all in his face, vein popping out. He feeling something poking back between her, 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 her spine. Look at the Secret Service dude in here looking. <laughs> yeah, he looks like the goblin. She like this dude look like a movie character. Who the hell is this mother sucker? Now watch this. She's like, mm. she's having that moment that all women have. Like, do I tell this mother sucker to stop touching on me? How do I tell? See, young girls and young women have to deal with putting up boundaries. And this is why when they're 20, 21, 22, they dress really scantily clad, but they put up mad boundaries, right? They really defensive when you walk up to them. What you know, what you? And they're scantily clad. You're like, why are you super duper defensive? Because they're learning how to be defensive, right? They're learning how to be able to communicate their discomfort with what you're doing. And she doesn't know how to communicate that at this age. She doesn't know. She knows the boundaries are crossed. She just don't know what to say. So what she's going to do is she's going to start. <laughs> no, she's like, so what's important to understand is she looked at him when he wasn't talking. But when he started talking and his mouth smelling like uh, old ass onions and, and ice cream cones and he smelling like being gay. She like, oh, oh. And so now she's going to start looking for help because young girls can now get help. And then they typically look for um, they look for their parents if their parents are around. Now, the evil thing about our world today is parents will not put people in their place when it comes to boundaries with their kids. Parents will sell their damn kids. Their parents will sell this daughter to Joe Biden, if if you will. Parents don't slap the hand of men doing stuff like this and women, if you will. So she's looking for help from the parents. and. The parents ain't going to help. Watch her own mama going to throw her off the damn bus. Watch this. Throw her under the bus. Watch this. No serious guys in your 30. You see this right here? <laughs> okay. And then watch somebody in the background says, in response to what he said, no serious guys until 30. The mom's like, and why not, sir? Why not, Mr. President? <laughs> No, what? no serious guys to your 30. She's like, I'll keep that in mind. Get your greasy ass hands up off of me. Now, the father or whoever this man is who then sold his daughter off is trying to record this. He's recording this on the sneak. And the Secret Service guy taps him on the shoulder and says, stop recording. Watch that. Man, watch this. He like, uh, put that damn phone down. Put, 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 put that, put it away. Put it away. Put it away. Put, put that shit away. Watch this. What, 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 what? Put that. Put the, put, put the phone down. Put the, put, put the phone. Guys, down. You're thirty. Don't keep that yeah, yeah. Hey, sir. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you sign that paper that we slipped to you? It said no recording. Put, put that shit down. And Joe Biden's like, I love those barrettes in your hair, man. I tell you what. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with her, like a little lady in her legs caught. That's what he said, yeah. New, 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 new world order. But he got the clip out there circulating. Let's play it all the way again, man. Bruh, this is all bad. No serious guys to your 30. Okay. No what? No serious guys to your 30. Look at him. He getting the feel. And look at her. She's like, hi. Somebody said, oh, Jamina said, where are the feminists on this? Exactly. Huh? Nobody talks about this. But then man, I'm telling you, man, this this indicates really creepy. This is just the recent one. 
my computer was well, I would show you a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of them. Look at Tim. Now, very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys in your 30. Okay. <laughs> no what? No serious guys in your 30. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Why? Anyway, man, I tell you, man, your boy out here be acting up. He be acting up. Oh, we did have proof of him. So I know if you're a Biden supporter, we're going to say, and they're going to be like, well, Trump was doing that too. Okay. All right. Play the video then. I don't know. We talking about Biden. They always want to throw us off and deflect, deflect. Well, he was doing it. Okay. Or so you're, you're saying this is fine. Okay. You're saying this is fine. All right. So if Trump was doing it and he wasn't doing it, that would put a feather in his cap. By the way, if you want to say anything about your boy, Obama, Obama kept his nose clean, if anything, brother. So that was the one great thing that he did. And, of course, he knew that if he would have fumbled that, he would have fumbled it for black people forever. So he had to literally keep his nose clean. But Joe Biden don't care about none of that. Uh, In this situation here, here's him admitting why he does it. Here's him admitting why he does it. This is circa 2019 when several women came out about him. And there were mad videos before he even ran for president. There were mad videos of him touching children. Right, to the point where an old, old metaphile had to come back to say, put that down. Mm. Yeah, Obama was on the low. He did his dirt on the low, low. And I don't know what he was doing on the low. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing on the low. Hold on for a second. There is a song about what he potentially was doing. Hold on for a second. Let me get it. Let me see. It goes something like this. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, allegedly. Young man, are you ready to shower? I said, young man, are you ready to bathe? I said, young man, this is all allegedly. Are you ready to go? Because we are going to the rainbow. Dun, 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 dun. You got to get them to YMCA. You got to get them to YMCA. Hey, are you ready to shower? Are you ready to bathe? Do you really want to go? You got to get to the YMCA. <laughs> Look, these are jokes, by the way. These are jokes. New, 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 new world order. This is just jokes, man. I'm a look. The reason why it's a joke, it was an easy setup. They gonna be after me, man. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> My computer gonna go off all of a sudden. I'm just saying, man. This is an easy joke. Come on, man. Don't, hey, man. Chill out. Chill out. Daddy. Chill out. <laughs> This is just, it was an easy layup, y'all. It was an easy layup. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Let's go back to Joe Biden, not before they get me. Let's see him admit. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let's see him admit why he be touching people. Let's go ahead. Forms have begun to change, they've shifted, and the boundaries of protecting personal space have been reset. And I get it. Okay, he's blaming social boundaries. What did he say? People are protecting their personal space. Oh, that's all reset. We used to be able to touch on girls and women. We used to be able to look. That's what essentially he said here. Social norms have begun to change. They're shifted, and the boundaries and the boundaries are protected. 
the boundaries of protected personal. We used to be able to slap secretaries on the ass. You know, when I started off as a senator, we used to just take our whole finger. This is allegedly, I'm just kind of filling in the gap here. We used to be able to slap women right on the ass. Hi, toots. <laughs> hey, toots. Smack them on the ass. We used to be able to just sniff their hair. We used to just, just grab them by the elbow and take them into the bathroom. Hey, man, just go on and bend it over real quick. Here, let me unzip this real quick. That's basically what he's saying. But you can't do that now. I get it. He said you used to just snap their bra. Yeah, you used to just come up and snap their bra. Just walk up to them and grab their nipple. Wah, wah, wah. Just grab their titty. Back in the day, you used to be able to do that when I became a senator, but that's all changing now. And with kids, same thing. This is all. I'm just. And if you guys know older women that like, let's just say their age, they're like in their 60s. They deal with some real sexual harassment or harassment. They deal with some real harassment back in the day. They dealt with some, like what these women deal with today ain't no real harassment. Just like it ain't no real racism. I know that's a controversial stuff. What people used to deal with before there were cameras, <laughs> documentation, people, man, women and women and minorities were straight up property, man, boy. Are you going to come in here and complain about racism again? They didn't call you all kind of ninjas the whole damn day. They didn't call me boy, ninja, nigra. They didn't call me shoeshine Joe. Man, look. They're like, boy, just you lucky to have a job here. Sexual harassment today ain't got nothing on what they used to do. Boy, you know what they used to do? Hey, toots, come and give me a nooner real quick. They have the alcohol right there on a drinking cart. They pour them some drink. Come here, toots. Take some dictation. Sit back right here. I'm going to get on the call. Suck on this. <laughs> like, whoa. We should transport women back 50 years. They wouldn't even know what to do. They'd be like, yikes. I'll go back to 2020. But anyway, it's supposed to be an hour show. Let's get to the show. All right, let's hear Joe. We'll, we'll let Joe explain. In personal space have been reset. Fair use. I get it. I want to talk about just as a support and encouragement that I've made to women and some <laughs> men. I've made them uncomfortable. Some men I've made to all women gestures of support. Yeah. And I always tried to be, uh, in my career, I've always tried to make a human connection. That's my responsibility, I think. I yeah, I need to shake hands, hug people, touch them, smell their hair, all that. I hug people. I, I grab men and women by the shoulders and say, you can do this. And, and then my hand slips down, whether you're young, wait, and whether they're women, men, young and old, oh, my Lord. And uh, whether they're women, men, young, old, it's, it's the way I've always been. Yeah, I'm a little grab-assy. I'm a little grab-assy. Get over it. I've tried to show I care about them and I'm listening. I'm I'm glad that he is. All right, so this is a woman saying uh, that he got she got touched all up and down. I forgot my dogs. Is my dog outside? <laughs> I forgot where did I leave my dog outside? Uh, so some women before uh, during nobody was listening right then. But nope, nobody cared. They was new, like, new, 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 new they was like anybody but Trump. But they let grab ass in. And this is why. Are you a freshman at the university? 
No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. Anyway, this is not because I don't like him as a politician. He just got caught. Oh, by the way, there's another film, recent film. Oh, sorry, man. Hey, Joe, catch a hell today. Let's go to this film right here. I gotta turn down the volume. Uh, there it is right there. So he got him a gordita. Shout out to oh, I love me them little ones right there. She look of age, so we'll give her a she look like she of age and she all up in his grill. I love them little five foot zero, five foot one little Latina chicks. You know what I mean? You can't hit. they be right up to your chest. Oh, I love them little ones, man. Ain't nothing better than them little old little Latina chicks. They be like 4'11", 5 feet, 5'1", five, 5'2". Five, they be at the peak height in El Paso at 5'2". You know what I mean? Her her sister 5'2". She's dead. Love them, them little wide. All right, anyway. Big old fat, them fat bear paw feet. Love them, them. Hey, come on, man. Come on, man. I see you, Joe. This show going to have to get in pretty soon here. So now look at Joe. Look at Joe. Done grabbed her hand. Did he put his face? Did he put her hand? his hands on her face? He was like, ooh. He was like, look. Look. What? What? Joe, what you doing, son? What you? Joe. He like them chunky, too. He like them little chunkies. Chunker chunks. He like them little chunker chunks. And look, he done grabbed her by the hand. She said, these are more than the 10 fingers right here. Why are he holding her hands? He ain't letting the girl go. Look, he's still shaking other people's hands. Look at the girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> she like, uh, hey, the girl's like this. Wait a minute. Who are you? <laughs> she like, uh. Yeah, this has gotten awkward now. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. Uh, is he going to let me go? Wait a minute. Who are you? She was all smiling and cheesing all in his face. You're such a wonderful man. She's like, she was like this. And that's you. Oh, wonderful. I get to finally meet the president. Why don't you go for this skinny little thing over here? Okay, let's go. He like, okay, yep, I'm going to go on and grab you. I'm going to need you to come back to the Arnold Schwarzenegger room. Look at her face now. She like, hold on, turn that damn music off. Look at her face now. She like, uh, uh, you still got my hand? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> this show is going to be all about Joe Biden today. Yo, she like, somebody help me. He's going to put me into the damn what do they call it when they put put the women? I can never think of that name. He's going to have me sold in 50 countries at this particular point. She uncomfortable as hell. She like, mm. he won't let me go. Take a picture. Take a picture. Take a picture of this thing. Hey, we got to get a lawsuit. Oh, he rubbing her fat, chunky ass arm, too. He rubbing his fat, chunky ass arm. What do they call it? Sex trafficking. He going to traffic me. Look, he shook the dude's hand. Now he rubbing that chunk, you know that chunky arm. He got the human trafficking going. Look at look at her face. <laughs> Joe, what you doing, bro? I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. He like, let me let me rub that chunky arm. You know that arm it'd be like it'd be like going to their back and their neck. 
but they got that buffalo hump back here where they hide with their hair. She like, yep, I'm putting your oh, he grabbing her booty. Look, she's still trying to act, but she's still trying to play it off. She's still trying to play it off. Oh, damn, he's still holding her hand. He still got her. He ain't letting the girl go. Finally, Lord have mercy. Good Lord. He feeling, oh, he grabbing her wrist. He grabbing her wrist because he might not be able to see. He pulling the old, he pulling the old uh, Jamie Foxx right here. He doing, he doing the Ray Charles. He got her by the wrist. He was like, let me feel how chunky this girl is. You know, she got them chunky. Anyway, I'm not making fun of him. Wow. Man, be careful out here, guys. Stop listening to these dating coaches. All right. Uh, do we have all the stories? Do I have all the stories down? Oh, no, I'll, I'll do a quick one. and I'll do all the super chats and we'll get to the main event. Got another one to share here. Check this out. Well, this was submitted on the local channel today by our man. I was like Emilio in the building. All right. This is a tech, text message exchange, apparently, from a guy who went on a date with a woman. He's in the blue. And he says, uh, the woman says, that was a nice date. Thank you very much. She said, boy. And that's you. You're such a good man. You're such a good man. That was a nice date, and you're really a really nice guy. And that's you. You're such a nice guy. Then she says, but I don't think we're compatible. But thanks for all the meals. And I just wanted to let you know instead of ghosting you. Oh, man, what a wonderful woman. She was like, I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right. And out. he was like, uh, despite the fact that I spent 250 bucks on you, thank you. I really appreciate it. You're a great person too. I was actually thinking the same thing. I didn't really feel our connection during our date. All right. So he wasted some money. He wasted a couple of dollars there. No biggie. Part of the game. Oh, I just wanted to let you know, I have an OnlyFans. And I did want to see, he says, if you did want to see anything, here's my link. What? Oh, this girl going to dinner to get OnlyFans subscribers. She said, while we're at it, if you did want to see my booty, booty, $4.99. I know you already paid. You could have just spent it on the AM subscription. You would have seen everything. Booty, booty. I'll go on a date and see if I can get this guy to trick on me, but only see some pictures. This woman literally said, oh, my God. I feel bad for you brothers out here, man. I feel bad. Boy, look at these men. These people ain't ish. We need to really start acknowledging that people ain't ish. People ain't ish out here. Good Lord. Let me go to the super chat. This is actually reprehensible behavior, boy. Where are we at? Lewar Moore says, my ambitions as a coach gang rider. He says, I won't deny ya. I'm a straight rider. Do you want to F with me? All right. He says, shout out to the coach gang, baby. Thank you, Lewar Moore. Original coach gang member in here. I did see um somewhere. Jarrell Boston was in some video. Shout out to the dictator. Shout out to the coach, Luther the Kang. How many times have you said, I paid them to leave? This is going to be the new thing, man. And guys are going to have to really deal with the fact that dudes are really choosing not to deal with women 
kind of hands-on Z. There's still some guys that are doing this. Don't get me wrong. But as you go up the ladder and women are going to say, why aren't guys marrying? Why is it so hard? Why aren't dudes doing this? Why aren't dudes going on dates? We know those industries are suffering. Marriage and dating is suffering. But you know what ain't suffering? The junior college. It's on full go. It's flowing right there under the, it ain't, it's right under your nose too. It's right up under your nose. Junior college is going crazy. And if you think it's bad now, it's going to be worse. It's going to be worse. Doom and gloom. <laughs> the warboard says, coach, you're a fool for that YMCA song. <laughs> Sometimes we have to have the best edutainment here on YouTube. Yes. All right, uh, Senior Oral says, happy birthday to CGA, the notorious CGA, Coach Adamus. I forgot about that nickname, the spirit of Elijah, the best entertainment, longest running show here on the YouTube, speaker of truth on this damn thing, man. Shout out to you. I appreciate you, not just on the women, but on life. Enjoy your week, man. Appreciate you, brother. Birthday's coming up. Okay. Where are we at? Thank you, brother. Where are we at? Let's get over here on Cash App and see if some brothers chimed in. Yes, no government name says Mash.com is offering one free month of counseling. For who? Like, who, who is, who's getting the counseling? Is this for anybody? One free month? Boy, who uses dating apps as a serious mo means of trying to transact women? Dating apps are trashy. Trash. Absolute trash. All right. It's not a place that that place is like, oh, man. All right. What's next? Nightclubs. Nightclubs are next. Did I get A.D. Austin? Somebody says a former teacher at a Christian private school in Perry, Florida, accused of sexting and twerking on a student. I'm assuming this is a female teacher. I'm assuming this is a female teacher. Wild, wild world, man. Wild world we're living in, but uh, I guess that's the least of our problems in our society today. The absolute least. All right, shout out to Loud Pockets. Kochi, back from Mexico, got hemmed up in San Diego. He says, I found that San Francisco and gave him your book. Shout out to you. What did you get? How did you get hemmed up? All right, but you trying to go down to the um, donkey show? My man went down to the donkey show and went them to try to get some little senoritas. You know what I mean? Them senoritas dressed in like, you know what I mean? That that little dress with the little frilly flower thing off the shoulder joint, like the girl in posse. You know what I mean? The little thing like that, the Latina. Hey, senorita, mamacita. Mamacita, senorita. So glad to meet you. Where are we at? The unprofessional traveler says CGA is the best infotainment on the internet. Happy birthday to CGA. Appreciate you, brother. Joker, Joker, yo, coach, does the tips work on by situational too? What's tips specifically? You can write that in the chat. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean a pay tip or does it mean, what are you talking about there? Okay. Not sure what that means. Shout out to uh, Macaroni Tony. He says, huddle up dark-hued brothers. Please stop saying a lighter-hued brother is one of us because he has swag and dates a black girl. It's embarrassing. Uh, example would be John B. or Kayla Plant. I don't know who that is. Or Travis Kelsey or even Robin Thicke. All right, Robin Thicke would go in that category right there. 
All right, but the brothers typically that be <laughs> uh, uh another yeah. So okay, so you're saying white guys that kind of have the swag and the understanding. John B. He's like they don't know about us. Yeah, man. It's a weird thing. I think the barrier of entry for white folk to get to to humor black men and get accepted is low. Super low. Like for black men to get accepted outside, <laughs> you talk about this. For black men to get accepted by white folks, you literally gotta be like, put on your put on your blue polo uh sports coat, some penny loafers, cut your hair in a teeny weeny afro. Put on some glasses, clench up your butt cheeks, walk up and down, get you a plain Jane Becky, brunette, long ass hair, and be like, hi, how are you? Yes, I've worked pretty well up to Harvard and I went went to law school. Put your sweater over here, tie it across in a knot. Be at the tennis club like, ha ha, oh, oh my gosh, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. This is reprehensible behavior is actually despicable. You know what I mean? I can't, I don't care about the black community here. I didn't grow up to see race. <laughs> you gotta be stuck. You gotta full on shuffle. You gotta invest and white folks still be like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I went out swinging my golf club. I got to work on my swing. You know, Jack Nich Nicholson, you remember Jack Nicholson swing, don't you? Right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Winthrop, Lure, Winthrop Jenkins in the building. You got to literally just excommunicate yourself. I ain't going nothing about me. Accept me, please. Hey, please accept me. They be like, yeah, no, you accept? Nah, you can't be in our golf club. Nah, no golf club membership for your black ass. <laughs> and, then, and then for white dudes to get any clout for black folks, all they got to do is cut their hair low, like a buzz cut, do the whole trim goatee into the what we call the chin strap, wear the chin strap, wear a necklace, like a necklace. <laughs> Outside with their chain untucked, they be like this here. <laughs> and then all they got to do is be like, do the gritty. Is it called the gritty or the gritty? The giddy. He do the giddy. He be like, the gritty? <laughs> Is it the gritty? He'd be like, gritty, 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 gritty. He one of us. Oh, my God. He one of us, man. I knew you was a cool white dude. Yo, I knew you was cool. You was down for us, Sean. Yeah, you know what it is, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> he seen one. Yeah, he seen one lyric. He seen one lyric. One rap lyric. I mean, he do eight bars. You know what I'm saying? He hit a, he hit a, he hit a cool eight bars. He one of us. I knew you was one of us. He a full Ku Klux Klan member. You don't care. You don't care. You in, move into our neighborhood. He'll never move into your neighborhood. Oh, don't let him date no. Don't let him date a sister. You one of us, man. You wanna, You don't even date sisters. How he one of you? You trying to date anybody but sisters, but you giving him that because he got a sister. Oh, he cool. He cool. <laughs> Shit. Y'all let anybody infiltrate. All they got to do is dance, do a couple of bars for a hip-hop, cut their hair in a certain style. Oh, man, it's sad. This is so sad. 
Y'all sad. Y'all let anybody come in, y'all. He cool, though, Sean. Yo, Eminem, Sean, he cool. Vanilla Ice, yeah, he was kind of whack, but he cool, Sean. Teach him everything. Teach him the lingo, the slang, all of that, Sean. Tell him everything and tell him how to dress and tell him to get his hair right, Sean. Let him in, Sean. Yo, you, you don't discriminate around here, Sean. Tell him everything. And they take all your secrets, monopolize it, capitalize on it. That's y'all's ass. <laughs> Yo, he, he, he wanted us. And then when they capitalize on it, you mad. They become Jimmy Iovine. They sitting all up in the mansion. Billionaires on the low. Crazy. But that's you. That's you. Y'all ninjas. And that's you. Y'all got the bar barrier entry super low. And then you mad you in the same position. Because Justin Timberlake don't live in your neighborhood, does he? Does Justin Timberlake live in your neighborhood? Nope. Nope. He got him a full flat back, basically the old Becky. What's that flatback name? She was on that TV show. We're going to get to the story. Yeah, and then y'all let them be the leaders of your civil rights movement. But you be looking at it, you like, he won a black, so yeah. Everything he says makes 100% sense. And by the way, this has been for the history of the world. Every civil right, almost every civil rights leader was damn near light, bright, almost white. Malcolm X. Booker T. Washington. Um, um, your boy Talcum X, Louis Farrakhan. I mean, have y'all noticed that? Have y'all noticed that that all the civil rights leaders, the most blackety black of them all, damn near white? <laughs> Rosa Parks. They have was they half was white. <laughs> and some of them all the way white. Some of them was all Huey Newton. Huey Newton was a light skin. They was almost all the way white. <laughs> anyway, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, Harry Belafonte. Bruh, what are y'all doing? <laughs> all right, let me stop. Barack Obama, where does it end? Where does it end? My kids are going to be civil rights leaders in the future. <laughs> all right, stop. Y'all been hoodwinked and bamboozled too many damn times. This is just reprehensible. All right, let's get to the show. I'm already going to be late for my appointment. Speaking of light brights and half bright, almost white. Um, Meghan Markle. <laughs> Meghan Markle. Here we are. Meghan Markle. Uh, let's get to her again. Uh, what she's going to do is the bait and switch. So she's using the bait and switch tactic of what she capitalized on with her beauty and her youth. And now that she doesn't have that beauty in youth, she wants to be treated better. She wants to be treated with a little bit more respect. And in her younger days, people were, you know, all too willing to give her, you know, the brass ring. There she is when she was younger. Looks like she might have a push-up bra, some booby implants. I can't tell what's going on there, but not too bad. She a light bright. Oh, Jesse Williams was another one, huh? I'm telling you, man, that whole thing about the most vocal in the community is, is light skins and half whites. My kids listen to me like, damn, dad. Uh, let's see here. But uh, here we go right here. What she used to be was a model. Let's go ahead and review the film one more time. I don't mind. Here we go right here. Uh, this is what she used to be if you young people are listening. She used to be a model on this show, Deal or No Deal. And uh, they used to say, he used to say, Harry, what's his name? Howie Mandel used to say, ladies, please. And the ladies will come. The Flatback University of CGA will come down here. The apprentices of damn. All right, hold on for a second. 
Flatback University, by the way. Hello, we looking good. All ethnicities and everything. I don't see no dark skins on the stage, though. Where did I see one dark skin? One. Uh, statistically, though, ladies, that would be representative of the nation. Like, if you guys didn't live in black neighborhoods, this is what you would look like, uh, basically, across the nation. Like, statistically, you're one point, sorry, you're, you're slightly over 10%, which would be 15, 16, sometimes 12, 13%. The more times people terminate pregnancies, the lower the number gets. So at some particular point, we'll be 10% of the American population. So by the way, there's how many people here? One, two, three, four, there's six. There's four roles there. We got 24 women. One, one out of 24. That's pretty much statistically. That's pretty much statistically. Is number five? Where's number five? Oh, she ain't no dark. Oh yeah, she's a dark skin too. She is a, she's darker. She's a caramel. She's a caramel. She definitely got some white in her body, in her head. But we all do, but so we got two, two out of two out of uh 24. That's that's pretty statistically. <laughs> here we go, right here. Uh, but this is what uh Meghan Markle used to do. This is the show, this is her come up. This is how she got into the industry as one of these models, if you don't remember. Where's the flat? Give me some more flat bags that we had. We go, hold on. This is the real music. Oh, we got pink today, ladies. Um, this was the highlight of the show. This was like the highlight of the show. The rest of the show, the highlight would be if people actually got greedy and uh, they deal or no deal, they weigh and they lose a bag. All right. That was basically the highlight of the show. But this was the highlight, highlight of the show. Without this part of the show, there would have been no show. Okay. When I die and go to heaven, this is what I want. This is what I want to be on constant repeat when I'm dead. Okay. Letting y'all know. Yes, this is CGA's dream junior college episode. Indeed. We're objectifying these women, by the way, according to Meghan Markle. Yo, they don't make them like that no more. <laughs> they don't make them like that. Can we make them like that? How much? All right, here we go right here. Let's be serious. Feminists are getting angry. They're like, yo, this is out of control. How dare you? Those aren't real women. Those girls need to eat a meal. All right, here we go. Meghan Markle, I was reduced to a bimbo while on Deal or No Deal. Let's go ahead and hear what she's talking about. Meghan Markle quit her job in 2006 as a briefcase girl on Deal or No Deal. And you see the picture there because she felt like she was being reduced to a bimbo. Now, how do you get my question is, how do you even get to the casting? Realize you're trying to. Like this, wait a minute. This is your job description right here. Like this, <laughs> look. Like literally, this was your job description. What am I? What am I at the casting for? Well, what's going to happen is you're just going to be seen and not heard. You're going to be scantily clad, dressed very nicely with full hair and makeup, and you're going to be the highlight of the show. You're literally going to be the highlight of the show. You're going to have all the attention on you, lights, camera, and action. We're going to give you all the boobies. The all, We're going to give you everything you need to look good because that's you, right? Look. And that's you. And she said, I'll do it. <laughs> she was like, she was like, they were like, deal or no deal. She was like, deal. The Duchess of Sussex. 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 Boy, there's a joke in there. Reflects on her brief stint on the game show, admitting she was really grateful to have a job that could pay her bills, but felt that there was little substance to the role. 
This is your job. You had one job. <laughs> you had one job. Hey, man, I'm pretty sure she got paid pretty handsomely for this job. Did I say 24 cases? There's more than that. There must have been five rows. I must have miscounted. Uh, but what, what are we doing here? She had one job. She probably got paid more for that job than dudes that are out there doing construction. Yep, she cashed a check. She had no problems being out there, but then she was like, I got more degrees than a thermometer. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. All right, let's hear what else she's talking about. She says she was really grateful to have the job, but it was a little substance to the role. Of course there was. I ended up quitting the show. I was so much more than what was being objectified on the stage. Uh, really? They got $131,000 a year for that. And she's claiming she was being objectified. And she said, she said uh, on the latest episode of her podcast, she has a podcast. Sheesh. There she is right there. That's the Duchess of Sussex. When she was young, when people would offer her that job, could she get that job today? Nope. Nope. Just because nature. There she is again. She's number briefcase 24. All right, in that blue dress says right here, I this is her. I didn't feel wait, I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. And that's how I felt for me at that time. Being reduced to this specific ar archetype, the word bimbo. Yeah, I didn't like playing the bimbo, which is fair. She cast the check though, and she did probably put it on her resume, and she did use it as a barrier entry. To some of these C-level jobs that she actually took on, maybe Z-level jobs. And she used those jobs to then put herself in a position to marry, at the time, the Prince of Wales or whoever he was the Prince of, Sussex. Marco, age 41, who spoke to Paris Hilton in the episode, reflected on studying international relations in college and riding in a motorcade with a politician in Argentina and came to the conclusion that the job didn't align with her values. I can't be mad at that. That's fine. That's definitely a good decision. Quote, I was grateful for the job, but now, but not about how it made me feel, which was not smart, she said. By the way, I was surrounded by smart women, but that wasn't the focus. Guys, <laughs> what do you, of course it wasn't the focus. I don't know if she's complaining or she's just making a point. This was obviously the focus of this particular show. Everybody knew what it was. You should have known what it was. And maybe she did it. And she said, I regret it. Hopefully she's not telling people to delete the episodes. Let's see. Oh, man, the little ling ling in the front. Hold on. Let's objectify this for a second. And these girls look pretty modern. Hey, oh, guys, this is what women look like. <laughs> I know people. This is what women look like. What, what year was this? 2004. This is what women look like. Now, most women don't even look like this no more. Most women don't even look near this, and it's not even 15 years ago. There's no implants, no booty implants, not many booby implants. I think if you had implants on this show, it couldn't be more than a B cup. Women are in shape. They probably eat grape skins. And... No, where's the eyelashes? They're small eyelashes. Them big-ass eyelashes ain't here. All right, let me see what we got in here. Hold on for a second. We got an old granny back here. This girl's a MILF. She's somebody mama back here. They got somebody mama back here. 
We got two somebody mamas back here. These people definitely over 40. All right, good for inclusion. All right, we got some youngins here paying their way. Oh, there's a little thick one. We got a thicker one. Oh, man. All right, we got some foldables in the building. All right, audience seems to be. This is objective. Where the, ooh, but the man, the feminist must have been upset at this, boy. Look at all these cut hammer, camera angles. Yeah, this is a heaven scene to me. 26 briefcases. There was also someone else that was famous for this job. I can't remember who it was. There was another famous person that did this job. What else did she have to say? Markle said that the women would line up to receive lashes. All right, they're not that big. Hair extensions and padding for their bra. And even spray tan vouchers because the production had a cooker cutty cooker cooker cutter idea of how they should look. <sighs> okay. Quote, it was solely about beauty and not necessarily about brains. <laughs> Lashes on their rear. Bruh, what? I, I mean, is she making a point or is she complaining? That's what I want to know. I know she ain't complaining. It's pretty easy. But they didn't have you talk on the show. Nobody even talked on the show, did they? Mark Marco recalled adding that a woman kept telling her to suck it in. Well, they for always, they forever the victim. How dare you? They forever be the victim, bro. How dare you? They tell us to suck it in. You on TV, ma'am. Like, what do they want you to do? Have your gut hanging out? <laughs> Come on, man. You knew what you signed up for. You knew what you signed up for. What do you think? We were supposed to interview you? Come on, man. This is what I'm talking about. Now a mother. Or oh, by the way, this is what's happening. This is what's happening because then they, this is a bait and switch tactic because this is what happens to wives. Once they have kids, they will reflect back on the dirty deeds that they did because they'll have a daughter and they'll look at their daughter and they'll be like, oh, I hope she doesn't make the same dumbass decisions I made out of desperation. I hope she doesn't suck off of dudes backstage. I hope she doesn't have to want to become a model. I hope she doesn't be objectified. Somebody said, check PayPal. I'm going to get there. I got to do this story. So then they start feeling bad about, see, here it is right here. Now a mother or two, Markle said that she aspires for her daughter, Lilibet, to be known for her brains rather than her beauty. There it is right there. Oh, you don't see it. But uh, uh, again, that's a classic tactic of older women. This is why older men and older women find it reprehensible that men date younger women despite the fact that when these women were somewhat younger they dated older men or they've been they, they tried it once and they got into a relationship or they tried to be a sugar baby or they had to pay off college tuition right and then they remember that and then they see their daughter or they have a daughter and they're like damn i hope that don't happen to her which it probably will she's gonna make the dumb same as dumb mistakes and then eventually your daughter's going to become the age of when when Megan's 50, her daughter's going maybe maybe more like 55, 60. Her daughter's gonna be the same age as her when she was out here in these streets. In these streets, yeah. And then she's gonna see her daughter out here doing the same, like, oh baby, I hope you don't do what I did. Your daughter's gonna do it. And then she's gonna see her daughter with an old ass man. He could be slightly older, he could be hella older. We already know how it works. When you're younger, they date slightly older all the way through, most of the time. And then she's going to be like, that jerk, 
that old nasty ass man. Yep. Well, that's what you did, baby. And now you want different because now you're a mother and you see your daughter and you get like, damn, man, I really got taken advantage of. I want our daughter to aspire to be slightly higher, slightly. She says, yes, I want my Lily to want to be educated and want to be smart and take to pride herself on those things. <sighs> Ladies, I get it, man. It sucks to have to be judged on your beauty. And it sucks to be objectified. And it sucks to say you're just a beautiful woman. But what, how, what about my brain? Most people don't really care. Most men don't care. Not that much. Not that much as you think. Some men care, but men really don't care. But this would be the equivalent of men having the don't lead with your wallet argument. So I want to be fair and balanced, <clears throat> Mr. Roommates. But I'm fair and balanced. When men say don't lead with your wallet, that's the equivalent of love me for my brains, not my beauty. We all want to sense that someone loves us for something deeper than what we represent. But men represent structure like Prince Harry. Would you do you love Prince Harry? For more than the fact that he was status wise a prince. See, it don't work the same. Do you love Prince Harry? Like, did you would you would have loved him if he was a bum and he looked the same? He's the same dude. And he was a straight bum in England with no tifus. No, you wouldn't have loved him for that. You wouldn't have wanted to pursue him for that. You wouldn't have kissed the ring. You wouldn't have, um, you know, you wouldn't have kissed ass on the queen. You would not have done it. And that's simply because he has status. So when you say, I want people to love me for my brains, not my beauty, that's synonymous with uh, men being loved for them and not their status. Men have been saying women shouldn't be judging men just on their status and the fact that they make 100K and their ability to be st uh, stable, right? You should love us for us. Do y'all do it? Nope. Nope. We need y'all to make some money. We need you to prove that you're economically attractive and we won't date down. I make 75K a year. I won't date a guy that makes under that. And for the guys that say don't leave with your wallet, you sound like these chicks out here saying, I want to be loved for my brains, not my beauty. You want to, for some reason, believe that these women really love you for your personality. What you think in you get in girls now because of your looks and your personality? Mm. Nah. Fat chicks will. Fat chicks will. So I find this reprehensible that people aren't, they're, they're trying to portray this victim narrative. And that's what she's doing now. And it's mostly because she's a mother. And she appeared on Deal or No Deal for a full damn year before becoming a regular on the uh, U.S. Network's show Suits in 2011. She married Prince Harry in 18 and left series, the series and acting all together. And what else do they say she got? She says, ahead of the uh, now U.S.-based couple's royal wedding, Deal or No Deal host Howie Mandel admitted he didn't even remember her. He didn't remember Markle's time on the series. Again, shows you just right there. He was like, I didn't even remember you. You was just one of many skeezers on this show. <laughs> just sad. Let's get to these super ch ch chats in the building. 
Again, that's just playing the victim. She's playing the victim and she brought this bullshit up. She didn't even need to bring it up. But now that she's in retrospect, looking back, she's going, oh, I want for my daughter a little bit better than I had to do out here. There's something more to that story. There's something more to that story that she ain't acknowledging. And I wish she did. But meanwhile, junior college. Girls, when you're young, y'all got to just use y'all beauty. Y'all got to play that out. <laughs> it is. Wait a minute. What am I sharing? Hit the like button. I love uh, Macaroni Tony's comment. We got, uh, let me see. Let's get these. Uh, where are we at here? Shout out to Dewanis. He says, Joe out is spitting nursery rhymes to these chicas out here. Jeez, Joe, relax, sir. <laughs> What'd you say? Howie was like, wait a minute. Who are you? Yeah, Howie Mandel was like, yeah. Black women ain't my type. That's what he said. Candake, did you send feet pictures yet? I'll check them next week. Shout out to Mohammed, says coach. Sir, thank you for all you do. Your words are truly inspirational for my life. Salutations to you, sir. Appreciate you, Mr. Mohammed in the building. Appreciate that, brother. I think we have um, tomorrow morning is blue chip mindset. All right, we got... um. Stellar in the building. That's what we'll call you. Hey, coach, mixed light skin gang here holding it down. He says, you're about to see me beat child support here in San Diego while I'm chilling here in La Jolla. I know who this is. It's Sonic Booming. He says, my baby mama is from San Diego, too. I already got the green light, and this is a landmark case. It's already confirmed. Keep watching the news. I got all the smoke for them. They owe me millions of dollars, too. Wow. Shout out to you. He says, I'm coming to see you too and shake your hand for the assist on the information. Nothing is impossible, and I'm about to, I'm about to prove it for once. Sonic booming, sounding off for the coach gang. And we got to put our album together too. Producers extraordinaire. Shout out to you, man. He's been working very hard. I've been saying that he's somewhat, you know, he's distracted. But he sometimes a man on a mission has to make a point. And he's making a point to expose the child support system. So, um... As this goes on, keep sending me information so we can show the gang of what's going on. All right. The dictator says, laughing my ass off. Me and the coach lost our black card, but Travis Kelsey is a founding member of blackness. The black, the black card thing to me is an absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace. I even hate the fact that it exists. Because they could just take it from you at will. Oh, you didn't do this. Take it. Okay, you can get it back. Okay, oh God, you got to check in. Okay, you didn't check in. All right, we don't kill you. All right, you ain't black enough. All right, but this white boy's black enough. I mean, the bear. Y'all need to stop with that bullshit. It's actually reprehensible. But um, on the, the the same thing is you can't even give it. You can't even take it. You can't, you can't even give it away. You can't even give it away. They could just take it from you though, at will. Man, you speak too much proper English around here. Take your card. You should be able to give the damn thing away, though. If you can take it at will, I should be able to just give it away like this. I don't want it no more. Nope, you got to keep it. Wait, hold up. I can't give it away. You talk about some controlling mechanism. That's a controlling mechanism. You can't give it away. You can't associate it with it. Like, dodge it. Like, if you just give it away, they're going to be like, you're going to find out one day. You're going to get your ninja wake-up call. <laughs> Take your ass to your auntie's barbecue in the middle of Memphis. I don't want to go. You ain't black. 
Meanwhile, they got Travis Kelsey up in the air, Patrick Mahomes, John B., Robin Thicke. All they doing is the WAP. They like the Cabbage Patch. They like Cabbage Patch. They doing the Roger Rabbit. Like, look at him, man. Give him his black card right there. Didn't even give him a black card. Give him one. Give him one. Put some rib on his plate. Yep, I know you like ribs. You know how to dance. Uh-huh. By the way, look at her over here. We'll make her vice president. He'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like, make her the whole vice president. She get a black car. Her father is 0.2% black. One drop rule. One drop rule. Wait, can I take her black card away? She black, I tell you. She's black. I'd be like, she's not black, though. She's black in my book. But you, we're going to take your card away. You Uncle Tom, Sambo sellout. Like, like, bro, man, this is exhausting. I can't keep up with this. What do I got to do next week? Like every week, I every week I got to just shuffle for my black card. I'll be like, is my black card expired? Let me go and look in. Oh, it's gone. Anybody do? Who do I report to to get my card back? Did you find my card in the hotel room? No. Anyone? Who do I speak to to get it back? <laughs> yeah, you got to renew it every six years. Be like, did y'all get my right? Did y'all get my renewal application? All right, let me stop. Pro Black's going to be mad at me. <laughs> but they let everybody be. They let everybody in. Vice President in. Obama in. He the first black president. I'm like, um, but he wasn't all the way black. Shut up, boy. One drop rule. But his dad wasn't a black American. That don't count. He black. Wouldn't that make him African? Okay, he black. <laughs> but me, on the other hand. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Yeah, y'all let Bill Clinton be the first black president for a minute. Y'all let Bill Clinton be the first black president. Then, then his wife running around here got hot sauce in the purse. Oh, she black. Joe Biden was running around here taking away black cards. <laughs> I'm like, man. All right, like, we need some crap. We need a meeting. Can we get a meeting? All right, we're going to start kicking people in and out. All right, anyway. Joker Joker says, Coach, looking like. Who is it? Rorona Zoro giving thoughts zero. Oh, I didn't even know that's his name. All right. Who is Zoro? That's his first name. Give me these dot zeros out here. Yeah. Oh, Donald Trump. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Indeed. Donald Trump at least give you recognition. Look at my African-American. over here. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Mm. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Donald Trump's like, yeah, man, we acknowledge you. You got your black card. Look at him over there. Why is he over there, though? Why is Donald Trump looking at him over there? Like, where is he at in the audience? <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> like, he was just, like, dancing, like, throwing up the W. It was like, West Side for like, Like, look at him over there. Like, where was he at? I want to know where he was, where he was like, look at him. And why he was the only one there. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. 
over here, Are he you said. The greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Look at him. That's what they used to say. Oh, by the way, when I was at the 21 convention, I'll end on this story. Um, I was at the 21 convention and it was, I can't tell you where it was, right? But let's just say people were coming in and out that weren't a part of the conference because it was an area where people come in and out. So there was a family of Nordic looking people. They were Nordic. They were like as Nordic as you would think a stereotypical Nordic looking person, blonde and blue eyes. And they looked like they were from out of town. So they're walking and there's two girls and they probably were between the ages of eight and 12. I can't really tell. They probably eight and 10. They're walking by me. Big old evil blue eyes. If you had the blue eyed devil, if you talk about if you if 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 uh if Malcolm X was there, they had the blue eyed devil eyes and blonde hair. They're walking by. They're looking at me like they've picked. Yeah, they look Aryan. They were paralyzed. They was looking at me like. Now they were they were twins. There were two of them. They both stopped in their tracks and was like. Basically, in their mind, it was like this. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, they look like Siberian husky eyes. I mean, the bluest eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> Gear Z net. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but they was like, wait. They was like. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? They look, they stop, they walk, they like got close to each other. They was like. <laughs> and then I turned around and I noticed them. I was like, you know, if kids stare at you, you basically just be like, hi. You know, you just jump out at them. Boo. You know, that's what I basically did. I was like, hi, kids. <laughs> so they were like. And they were like, hi. They were like this. What the hell is that? They was literally like, whoa, that is too much. What is that guy? They must have flew in straight from Scandinavia. From somewhere in the forest. Where their father has a big beard and an axe. Where their last day, they were straight from Finland. They was looking at me like, look. <laughs> It was too much, man, for them to handle. And then the moms, they, they had like their whole family behind them. And I were like, oh, Mooney, Mooney, Moon. They were like, yes, for sure, from Sweden. They've never seen the Negro before. They've only seen, yes, for sure, from Sweden. Yes, we just got going to hike up the mountain with the billy goat. We're from Sweden, Switzerland. Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> but no, the lady was like, they was like this. The grandma was like, oh, hi. She was like waving back. Oh, the kids adore you. And she was like, oh, they've been in a the movie. They, they were in a Disney movie. She was like, they're going to be in a Disney movie. Oh. Mm. Yeah, they was like, <laughs> they saw me and they was like, yodel, hey, hoo. Yoda, 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 like hee hoo. I thought they was going to get the whole, I thought they was going to get the whole Oktoberfest going out there and they was just going to be Irish dancing. I was like, 
they looked at me. They was like, pause. Like, yo, what is that? They got close to each other. They got close to the wall. They was like, it's him. It's Nessie. It's Nessie himself. It's the Loch Ness monster. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Oh, man. I know I mixed up a lot of cultures. <laughs> I missed up a lot of European cultures. By the way, man. All right, let me let me stop. I got to get going here. Let me check the uh, cash apps and all of that before I get up out of here. Shout out to you, brothers. And let me check the super chat. <laughs> I got everybody. Shout out to the coach gang. Thanks, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Blue chip mindset in the morning. Peace. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.